Hello. So this is the 15th try of my intro due to the fact that I have a puppy on the floor who will not stop rolling around, making noise, picking up bags, biting. Um, so yeah, she's, she's keeping me super busy. And whoever said that dogs aren't like children can just go fuck themselves because I quite literally have had no sleep for the last two months. So yeah, anyway, um, back to the podcast. I am Anasazi Kenyon. I am starting this podcast called The Divine Method to understand more about different individuals' methods of living their life and how they've either overcome challenges, managed success, lost success, tried to understand what success is, um, and also just have some really interesting and great conversations from different people from different backgrounds, different everything. So without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this podcast and hopefully subscribe. So yeah, enjoy it and whatever. So today is the 14th of June 2021. Outside of my window I can see sun trying to get out of the clouds after a very warm weekend and a a day where we found out that Boris Johnson isn't going to be sticking to his original plan of opening the country up um, in July. I don't even know the date because I knew it was going to change. I think it's like mid-July. It's a very important date for the hospitality industry. I know that a lot of events and clubs and pubs have been planning around this and the government have decided to, yeah, push the Freedom Week back. I completely appreciate both sides of the story. I'm not going to say the government, if there's a spike or an increase in rates, but a decrease in deaths, maybe we should just like carry on going um, and carry on the way that on the trajectory we've seen and we've been working on. I look at the hospitality industry who have been struggling for the last 12 to 15 months and jobs have been lost in industry that I don't know how is going to recover are just begging for some form of normality. So, I mean, the roadmap itself was to kind of boost national pride and allow us to kind of push forward and have something to look forward to. But yeah, I mean, what have we seen in the last month? Portugal was on the green list, then it was on the amber list, and people had to like quickly get home or they weren't going to be able to to just come back and chill. They'd have to quarantine and it was a mess and the government didn't really have a leg to stand on. All of the airlines got together and got really angry about it. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of the hospitality industry, if not all, kind of push back. And so June, obviously, is Pride Month. And I think that I just want to say, first of all, to any listener, gay, straight, LGBTQ plus community, happy Pride Month. Happy Go Be Yourself Month. I love it. I fucking love it. But it's so much more than that, isn't it? It's The history of Pride and the gay community is extremely interesting and something that should be taught in schools. I don't know if it's on the curriculum now, but if it's not, get it bloody on there. So as we all should be aware, the gay community has been 
a centre of onslaught forever. And the actual Pride celebration is after a event called the Stonewall Riots. I mean, I don't know if you call it an event. As many of you will be aware, the stigma around homosexuality has been one through the centuries. I mean, there's homosexuality has always been prevalent. If you look back into the Victorian era, you can see men dressing up as women. Oscar Wilde was a very famous playwright who wrote about the the kind of outlandish gay men that he knew and how it was a very prevalent part of the culture, but it was almost a secret society that no one could speak about because it was actually illegal to be gay in the UK. And it was only in 1967 where sex between two men remained illegal. So again, men. (laughs) What about the lesbian community? I don't even, I can't even start on that. But again, sex between two men remained very, very much illegal. And that isn't that long ago. It's really not. I mean, my maths is shit, but I want to say like 33, 54 years ago. It's not that long. And it just demonstrates how only recently have we seen some really dramatic changes and one of the most transformative events for the gay community was the Stonewall riot. So the Stonewall Inn, which is a bar, a pub, a tavern in the Greenwich Village in Lower Manhattan, was a a gay club and it was considered to be the single most important event leading to gay liberation and the gay liberation movement in the United States and the rest of the world. On the 28th of June 1969, police raided the Stonewall Inn and began arresting people. It became quite violent. And it wasn't just the first time, it was the second time in one week. And they threw 200 people out on the streets and beat up a lot of individuals. And to be honest, the whole community who were a part of that bar had had enough. An actual scuffle broke out when a woman in handcuffs was escorted from the door of the bar to the waiting police wagon several times she just kept escaping and fought the police and people who saw the woman and they identified her as stormy delivery and she basically looked at the bystanders who were watching her being pulled out saying why don't you guys do something and essentially the crowd became a mob and went berserk Um, And it was a moment that the scene became extremely and explosively violent. And although the police really tried to essentially stop the riots, they couldn't because it was finally time for the gay community to begin what is now known as the gay rights movement. And thank God that they did because the world is not perfect, but we are living in a much more liberal, colourful place, accepting of genders, communities, and so much more. And and then in June 2016, obviously Barack Obama, he established a 7.7 acre area around the site as the Stonewall National Monument. And it's the first LGBT US national park site. So how incredible is that? And the actual monument itself is Christopher Park, which is across the street from the original Stonewall Inn. 
and what a time to look back and revel in the changes that were made that day and thank god like i've said thank god there's also a lot that had to happen from that day as well so the glf so the gay liberation front in the 1970s was established in the uk In 1971, a committee was created for homosexual equality. The first Pride event was held in London in 1972, attracting around 2,000 participants. And in the same year, Gay News, Britain's first gay newspaper was founded, which is incredible. Now, when we get kind of closer to this era and the 90s, so 1992, the year I was born, the World Health Organization declassified same-sex attraction as a mental illness. So until 1992, it was still seen as like a depression or or a, a schizophrenia, which is so troubling to think like 28 years ago, people were still seen as nut jobs because they were gay. How? Oh, I just, I can't. The actual conference called the Press for Change, a key lobbying and legal support organisation for trans people in the UK was established. Stonewall begins its first major campaign for equal change of consent in the UK. So uh, just to give you background as well, Stonewall is now a charity, which obviously stands up for LGBTQ plus rights. Incredible. And then in the same year, in 1992, British serial killer Colin Ireland is convicted of killing five gay men and he was sentenced to life in jail. 2013, we saw that marriage, same-sex couples marriage, was passed in England and Wales. Stonewall sent rainbow laces to all professional football clubs in the UK to encourage the players to show their commitment to making sport inclusive. Stonewall's gay let's get the meeting straight campaign launches in schools to address the widespread use of homophobic language, um, which is such a brilliant incentive as hate is taught. And then this year in the UK census, it includes questions on gender identity and sexual orientation for the first time. So allowing the community to have an actual platform and an established place in the UK, which is incredible. But there's still a long way to go. We still have a lot to do. It's not just, oh, we've done all of this now, everyone's going to be okay. There's still a lot of hatred online towards the community. We can do that. And we can, as a generation, as a nation, can support that. I mean, let's stand together like those New Yorkers did on the 28th of June 1969 and continue to push because that's what it's all about. Pushing for for change. Change is needed. I hope that you've been educated, shook, brought to reality about how far we've come as a society and also enjoyed learning about something that I didn't truly understand until really looking into it and researching so yes thank you for listening and I hope that you subscribe have a good day bye